Discover the ins and outs of the oil and gas industry right now with Roy Holly, Kim Bilotto, and Alvin Bailey in the Oil Patch. Brought to you by Shale Magazine and Steer. Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. Sponsored by Steer and the Calic Audit Group. I'm Roy Holly, along with Kim Bilotto and Alvin Bailey. Kim, welcome to the show again. Tell us a little bit about what's going on with the Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine. We just came back from Houston, and uh, we had our cover party um, that basically was celebrating the Wood Group. I was there. I know, I you and Alvin. Time. You know, you just don't want to miss a cover party, and it is so unique to our partners. I know a lot of times the community just doesn't quite understand what we do and what's the whole goal behind um, a cover party. Yes, it is to celebrate who is on on the cover and thanking them for their time and giving us a great story. It's also, you know, a way of allowing our oil and gas partners and our partners that support the magazine, the opportunity to network. And, you know, I know that it's a very unique concept because I don't really know of anybody doing it and that's okay if somebody does want to, but I think it is a very unique opportunity for people to meet executives at their level. That is a very difficult thing to try to reproduce, and that is one of the things that we do extremely well. I don't know how you could have done any better. You did a great job, and so it was a great experience, and the people that don't go to this thing and miss out on it, they really are missing out because you're right. You create an environment for folks. They can feel real comfortable amongst their own, and that's they can't do that just anywhere, can they? No, and I think it's also the caliber of the um, individuals that come cover party after cover party. I mean, Commissioner Porter makes it a point to come to our cover party. Omar Garcia, uh, the president of Steer and our senior advisor comes to the cover party. It is very hard to get in front of um, Mitch and John, the presidents of the Wood Group, or Paul Shepard of Halliburton. And so this is really designed to where we can really start communicating in a networking way to try to build economic development between the business sector and oil and gas, or oil and gas in oil and gas. And so it's just a one-of-a-kind type of party, and we really encourage individuals to, uh, if you haven't attended one, you, you need to. So most definitely. Kim, who's coming up on the next cover of the Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. Well, we are out now, and it's Commissioner Sinton, who is the newest commissioner out of the three railroad commissioners. The railroad commissioner's job is a very important job pertaining to oil and gas. Quite frankly, nothing happens in oil and gas in Texas without the uh, oversight of the railroad commissioners. So um, we interviewed Commissioner Sinton and want to give our readers and the community in the state of Texas a greater opportunity to learn who he is and his family. And so it was a great interview. That's out right now uh, in the Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. That's right, Roy. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Hi, Alvin Bailey for the good folks at North Park Toyota. Hey, here's some trivia for you. Can you name the only full-size pickup truck that's built in Texas? If you said the Toyota Tundra, you'd be right. Toyota Tundra pulled the space shuttle, so yeah, it can handle your trailer and your boat. Tundra is available in 18 different configurations of six trim levels that can all tow more than five tons. And North Park Toyota is your Tundra headquarters. The number one Tundra dealer in Central and South Texas, and for good reason. The best price, the largest selection, and the best customer service. Come see why North Park Toyota is a four-time winner of the Toyota President's Award for Outstanding Customer Satisfaction. To get to North Park Toyota, take I-35 South to the Foster Road exit and follow the signs. You can call 210-635-5000 or log on to nptoyota.com. 
North Park Toyota, a proud member of the Caleg Auto Group. All right, Alvin Bailey, what's coming up with Ask the Expert? Well, you know, there's a lot of questions out and about about what technologies are being used in the oil and gas industry today. And we're going to talk with Omar Garcia, and he's got some really good information about new technologies in the oil and gas industry coming up. And we'll be back in 60 seconds. Do you know what it takes to be number one? Do you know what it really means to be number one, like number one in the whole United States? Hi folks, Alvin Bailey here to tell you about Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Trucks. They're number one in Ram chassis sales in 2014 for the whole country. And number one sales means number one inventory. With hundreds of Ram chassis available and upfitted from a standard flatbed to mechanic service and crane bodies to accommodate every industry. Whether farming, ranching, construction, plumbing, HVAC, electrical, delivery, hotshot, or even oil and gas, the team at the Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center has your inventory. Call today for your best deal. Let me give you the phone number. It's 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656 or visit bbdodge.com. The Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center, 547 South Seguin Avenue in New Braunfels, and a proud member of the Kalig Auto Group. Here's Alvin Bailey with our brand new segment, Ask the Expert. I tend to be a total technology nerd, and I'm not just talking about the latest, greatest electronic gizmo, tablet, cell phone, or laptop. In fact, the recent shale boom has fueled the development and the inception of some of the world's most innovative technologies. Welcome to this week's Ask the Expert. Omar Garcia, president of STEER, South Texas Energy and Economic Roundtable. Welcome once again to the program. Thanks, Alvin. It's a pleasure to be here today. Omar, what are some of the new technologies Technologies currently in use in today's oil and gas industry? You know, the oil and gas industry is one of the most technologically advanced industries in the world. We pride ourselves in having the most cutting edge technology. As some of my companies like to say, we have technology that rivals Apple. Uh, that is the emphasis that we have on new technology. In the oil and gas industry, innovation is focused on safety, improving efficiencies and environmental stewardship. While the oil and gas industry is constantly working on new innovations and more efficient processes, Let's not forget that the only reason we've had this shell revolution is because of new technology that was developed. If it was not for horizontal drilling and fracking, we wouldn't be talking about the shell revolution. For example, just to give you examples of some technology things that are happening out in the actual oil patch, we have new rigs that are being developed on what is called a skid. And instead of taking the rig down, taking multiple hours and having impacts, these rigs are now moved all together on one skid. This costs less, makes the process quicker and a lot safer. Companies uh, that are members of Steer and that are home that are based here in San Antonio, for example, Holt Cat, are leasing equipment out in the old field with new technology. Um, that new technology and innovation is called dynamic blend unit. This dynamic blend unit allows some of the equipment that is on runs on diesel to start on diesel, but then co- convert to natural gas. And as you know, natural gas runs a lot cleaner, reducing emissions. Another steer member, Agreco, is having great success in Eagleford leasing natural gas compressors to exploration and production companies. These natural gas compressors result in lower emissions and lower costs. A lot of companies are also using vapor recovery units. These vapor recovery units reduce the amount of flaring that you see out in, in the oil patch. This is a huge deal for everybody because people are always asking, what are these flares? Why do we have these flares? Well, these flares are in place because they help with the pressures of the well. Prior to the Eagleford ever getting started in 2009, South Texas was very rural and you didn't have any infrastructure. So when companies first came online, you were seeing flaring. Now with more infrastructure, more pipeline, new technology, some of our companies are flaring in the number of hours, not just days, but hours, which is truly a result of new cutting edge technology. And year over year, 
you're seeing fluorine reduced by over 6%. And one last example that I have for you is Alvin is water. Water is always a big topic. We've been in drought for several years, but a lot of emphasis has been placed by industry on reducing the amount of water. Much of the investment by our members is to find new ways to use less water and reuse the water that is needed for operations. Water is essential for everyone and the industry strives to conserve this precious resource. There are seen several pilot programs being tested, and some companies have been able to report a 30% decrease in water use year over year. Omar, thank you for talking about some of the new technologies available and in use in today's oil and gas industry. Thanks, Alex. It's my pleasure to be here. We have an awesome group of industry experts available, and they're eager to answer your questions about the oil and gas industry in Texas. So email your questions to expert at shalemag.com. Again, expert at shalemag, that's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G dot com. You're listening to In the Oil Patch. I'm Roy Holly, your co-host, and good to have you listening in this evening. Well, let's talk to our guest a little bit, uh, one of our guests today, Dr. Kevin Baer, Director of Technical Instruction at the Coastal Bend College. Uh, Dr. Baer, welcome to our show. Thank you very much. It's now, a pleasure to be here. I understand you're saying you had a little radio background, too. Yes, actually, I do. I used to be the voice of Traffic Watch for KLBJ Radio AM. Which was uh, a major Austin, station Texas. in Austin. Very much so. In fact, it was once owned by President Lyndon Bain Johnson and his lovely wife, Lady Bird. Coastal Bend College, we have had a good opportunity to work with them closely through the magazine, and so I'm really excited to have you here this evening. So welcome to the show. But one of the things first I think that um, I'd like to know about is, can you tell me about Coastal Bend College? Coastal Bend College is a small community college district. Our main campus is in Beeville, Texas, but we also have uh, campuses in Kingsville, Alice, and our newest campus in Pleasanton, which has been there actually for Almost 10 years, I believe. So you're focusing, uh, most of your colleges are going to be focusing in the oil patch. All of our campuses offer workforce-based programs that allow the student to attain up to an Associates of Applied Science in the field of study of their choice. One of the largest field of studies that we have is oil and gas-based technology. We run the gambit from teaching our students exploration and drilling all the way through to uh, process technology and into the the uh, refineries. I can't tell you how important it is just because of the fact that there needs to be so much more focus on oil and gas and having our young population move into careers that basically will help support this industry since it's so important to the state of Texas and our revenue. How about telling me a little bit about Coastal Bend College's role in uh, training a competent workforce. I think that we have a significant duty in educating those interested students who decide to choose a career path uh, that is workforce-based. Uh, we provide them not only with academic study. There's, they're going to get the English. They're going to get the math. They're going to get the academic requirements of their degree plan. But more importantly, what they're going to get is, is almost a total immersion of learning into the area of their choice. In this case, oil and gas. We have two different degree plans in our oil and gas program. One deals with, as I said, drilling and exploration. The other deals with what is known as process technology. Um, One of the things that uh, we are aware of is um, you have two mobile units. One um, you already have out in the community, and the other one I believe you're expecting any moment. Now, can we talk a little bit about both of those mobile labs and what they're designed to do? So we'll start with the first one that you already have out in the community. Yes. What is it? Well, they're like children. I'm very happy to talk about them. All right. The trailer that we've currently received, which was in October, was based off a grant. Uh, that we received, I believe it was a jet grant, 
that funded a mobile classroom. This mobile classroom is dedicated to process technology. It has incorporated in it learning devices, electronic equipment, tools that will assist the instructor in teaching process technology and programmable logic controllers. What we're doing here is we're taking the oil and gas industry into the 21st century, applying computer technology, applying automation to the process of getting oil and petroleum, whatever product, oil or gas, from one place to another. How much, how fast, how slow, all is controlled by those students that have sought jobs and got them in the oil and gas industry as those types of controllers. I think a myth that industry struggles with is the belief that it is uh, just blue collar and very limited education. It is actually an industry that is highly technical, requires a great deal of education in many areas. And one of them is, you know, at the well site and these separators that they go through. And this is, I believe, what you're talking about is, is being able to use some of the technology in your trailers that you're teaching them to be able to understand this very complicated process that occurs from when it, the oil and gas come out of the well and then where does it go from there and process all the way until it gets to refinery. And these are some very technical areas that is what this unit is going to be focusing on in, in helping ed- educate in that area, correct? You're very correct. Science plays a huge role in oil and gas and actually always has. But as our communities in science and our society has furthered itself into such a computerized era. The oil and gas industry has not lagged behind. It's taken advantage. It has taken advantage of opportunities afforded to it to allow programmable logic controllers, the computer system, uh, to allow a person literally 500 miles away to check flow on a pipe that's coming out of South Texas into a refinery in Corpus Christi. There are literally whistles and bells that will go off if something is awry. Right. Because they're continually checking them. If there is, they identify it. They try to fix it from the computer side. If it is, if it can't be, then they send out the uh, the teams to identify and repair whatever the problem may so be. So not only are they now becoming more efficient, but also it is also, I'm sure, a safety issue that they're dealing with as well. So it's it's fabulous. And the other trailer that you are, our mobile unit that you're getting uh, ready to uh, receive any day now is a welding unit. Is yes, that correct? Yes, it is. Yes, Can we talk a little is. bit about what is that designed oh, to do? Yes, my other child. Yes. I'm very <laughs> excited about it again. Uh, the first trailer I told you about uh, is unique in the state of Texas. Uh, it's my understanding through the manufacturers that this is the first type of trailer for logic process technology uh, that has been built, and, it, and it's a traveling classroom. The welding instruction trailer is is the very same type of instructional device. It's movable. Uh, we can service remote areas. These were originally designed to assist the high schools who we have partnered with to allow them the opportunity to be able to work with, learn, and manipulate this equipment. The welding is the same thing. What we're trying to do is, again, build inroads with smaller high school and school districts uh, in order to present this type of computerized logic to them. On the the welding side, uh, we will be using the trailer uh, for testing and for basic instruction. We do a 
So it's like a welding 101 yes. to start the introduction into so. what a welding occupation would look like or the fundamentals of it. It's a building, but it's the first layer of building blocks uh, in our degree plan. Well, I really do. I think it's an absolute necessity due to the fact that welders are, um, it's an extremely hard uh, occupation to fill in, with employers. So Very diverse to lots of areas. Lots of, of different of areas. Fabrication, pipeline. A lot of ways for welders to go. So in the current downturn, how do you see the economy and the downward turn right now affecting the general enrollment? Actually, community colleges flourish when unemployment rate goes up. People look for retraining. Uh, they look for further education. And it allows us to uh, reintegrate a workforce that before were jobless. What our goals are are to train as many in the workforce as possible to service uh, the industries for which we service. The industries are our end users. So it's very important that they re- maintain uh, a major role in the, not only the development of our curriculum, but the assessment of our of our product, which is our, our graduate students, in hiring them. So we always look at development of programs with the involvement of the target industry. I also believe that uh, with layoffs currently in the market, it might also be a, a good opportunity to have or to think about returning back to school to finish something that you didn't get started. Maybe it gives you a little bit more of an edge, uh, a higher uh, pay. So certainly, I always am a fan of, of education. Does the Coastal Bend College, do you feel that the enrollment in the CBC oil and gas program will be negatively affected by the slowdown uh, with petroleum productions? Currently, we have not seen any type of trend in students not taking our program. Our program actually stays full. What I'm anticipating is, is a migration, perhaps, from our exploration and drilling side uh, more to our, our process technology areas. Those types of jobs will always be there. As long as there's petroleum coming out of the ground, these jobs will be there. And as the oil and gas industry uh, becomes more computer-driven, I think that these jobs will sustain. Uh, I think they're very sustainable. As long as we have an oil and gas industry, these types of jobs are going to be in high demand. One of the previous shows was a discussion we had about taking a breather and, and catching up and maybe focusing on infrastructure for when the price of oil goes back up and, and we start, again, seeing a upward swing. Without giving up too much information, we just recently returned from interviewing a uh, president and CEO of a publicly traded uh, oil and gas company, one of the large ones. And um, the discussion um, at their level is how many leases and what does it look like they will be continuing to do in Texas for quite some time now. You know, his thought is uh, we're probably going to be seeing this going on for at least another 50 to 75 potential years. So, you know, shell, shell exploration, these things are going to continue. And so getting an education and having a career in oil and gas is something that I would be wanting to bet money on if I needed to find a career that Long-term, was long-lasting. sustainable. Yes, yes ma'am. Exactly. I, I agree. In fact, the Texas Labor Market Report uh, 2013 estimated that the oil and gas industry will have a longevity past 2035. That's a lot of employment. 
a lot of folks coming through and looking for jobs and attaining them. So what is your prediction concerning workforce education? I think workforce education will continue to grow, and it has been in leaps and bounds. Once workforce education hit the community colleges in the 70s and the 80s, uh, we've seen an exponential growth in those students who have decided a four-year degree perhaps is, is not what I'm looking for. I would rather be trained specifically within designated industries so that I can make more as much or more uh, as my four-year or my six-year counterpart in academics. Trained workforce is essential to all industries. And the more that, uh, the more that they become computer-reliant and computer-driven, and uh, they're going to need all kinds of folks that are trained in these areas to sustain it. So, Kevin, well, thank you so much for coming and uh, letting us know what's going on at Coastal Bend College and participating. Um, as always, you're always welcome to come back. I'd love to have you come back once you get the uh, new trailer, the welding unit, out. Tell us how that is going. And um, so thank you so much for coming and being our guest this evening. Thank you. I really appreciate the invitation. I'd be more than happy to come back and talk about any of our programs at Coastal Bend College. Kevin, thanks for being on the show. Thank you, sir. And we'll be back in 60. Hi, folks. Alvin Bailey here. You know, I could spend the next 60 seconds telling you how Blue Bonnet Ford sells more Super Duty trucks than any other dealer in South Texas. I could also tell you that Blue Bonnet Ford sells more fleet vehicles than any other Ford dealer in South Texas. I could even tell you about the 13 President's Awards that Blue Bonnet Ford has received, but I'd rather tell you why. Look, it's no secret the oil patch will punish your work trucks day in and day out, and even your built Ford Tough trucks, well, they need to be serviced too. So, do you let them sit for weeks at your local dealership, or do you call Teresa? You see, Blue Bonnet Ford has Teresa. When you call Teresa, her team will pick up your Ford truck for service and provide you with a 24-hour diagnosis. Most authorized repairs are done and your truck is delivered back to the oil patch in just a few days. That's the Blue Bonnet difference. So don't let downtime cost you thousands. Call Teresa today and keep your fleet working. Here's the number, 210-643-4391. Again, write it down, 210-643-4391, or check us on the web at bbmotors.com. Blue Bonnet Ford, a proud member of the Caleb Auto Group. So now we're going to go to the phone. We have a very special guest on the line. He is the chairman of the Eagle Ford Shell Consortium Group, and they are having a very special conference. Leodoro? Good evening. How are you doing? Great. Welcome to In the Oil Patch. I wanted to give our listeners some information on your upcoming conference because uh, we were fortunate to attend your last conference, and, and it was a really great and informative conference. So where is the conference going to be and the date? We will be holding our fourth annual conference at the Grand Hyatt Hotel here in San Antonio. And it'll be from May 27th to May the 29th. We've had three other conferences that have been extremely successful here in San Antonio. And this year is sort of special because I think it's a good time for us to look at what's happening in the shale area, considering that some things have changed a little bit, and, and I think it's time to do uh, some sort of an analysis of where we're at. I totally agree. I think there are a lot of uh, individuals with a lot of questions. Can you tell us a couple of individuals that will be there, maybe uh, keynote speakers or some of your speakers that uh, we can... Uh, uh, expect here from Oh, absolutely. We have the uh, Railroad Commissioner, uh, Christy Craddock, will be one of our keynote speakers. The Chairman of the Texas Workforce Commission uh, will also be another one of our speakers, or one of our presenters. We'll be having uh, 
presentation on, on the financial impact side. And we will have James Bowen. He's the CEO of First Trust. And we'll talk about the economic impact. That's what's happening through the industry, oil and gas industry, how it's affecting some of the economic factors. And so we'll be having that. And we've got a few others that are coming together. We have Vicki Steiner, Executive Director from North Dakota, Jesse Kemp from uh, Louisiana, and Mayor Rawlings from Mississippi. They'll be giving us an outside perspective on, on some of the impact that they're going through right now and how it compares with Texas. But the big thing, I think, the big difference is that we have like a pre-conference agenda. On the 27th in the morning at 8 o'clock, we'll be having a session that's in reference to the Mexican energy reform, and we'll be having several of our friends that are coming in from Mexico and then the business people on this side getting together on talking about how to do business as a, as a reform starts to take shape. We've teamed up with the uh, Asociación Empresarios Mexicanos, AEM, and they're having an event on the 26th that overflows into our event on the 27th. And so we're expecting quite a, a good turnout on that. And we have some real exciting speakers on that, on that side. Well, also. attending last year, it was very well attended, very informative. There were a lot of vendors out there. So if there are companies that want to get noticed and get their business out there, it's also great to contact you guys. It was a great conference, and we hope that um, individuals who are interested will go to your website, or how do you want them to contact you, Leodoro? On our website, okay. you can go to www.eaglefordconsortium.org. We have a panel session that includes several of our county judges. Judge Tim Hoff will be uh, will be moderating a panel that includes uh, Judge Juan Rodriguez from LaSalle County, uh, Judge Frank Ponce from Demet County, Judge James Teal from McMullen County, and Judge Daryl Fowler from uh, from DeWitt County. So it sounds like you're going to have quite a bit of information on different topics, from Mexico mm-hmm. to, to the drilling counties in Eagle Ford, to how um, is it affecting outside of the state of Texas and their perspective. So one last time before we go, can we get your website? Our website is www.eaglefordconsortium.org. So, well, Leodoro, thank you so much for coming in the Oil Patch Radio Show and telling us what you're working on. And we look forward to seeing you guys on May 27th. Um, Shell will have a booth there. And so thank you so much. Well, Kim, we've had a great show today, and I especially enjoyed hearing again about our party that we got to go to. It was a great party, and looking forward to the next one. I agree. You know what makes parties and the magazine and even the oil patch show successful is our partners. And it's truly companies that that are investing in getting the word out about oil and gas like Coastal Bend College and other partners in Shell Magazine that really, truly make it a successful formula. And so we are glad to be giving back to the community, to the workforce, to the business leaders and helping them understand a little bit more about oil and gas and its topics. And thank you, the listener, for joining us tonight for In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine, sponsored by Steer and the Kalick Auto Group. For Campbell Lato, Alvin Bailey, I'm Roy Holly. So long. You've been listening to In the Oil Patch with Roy Holly, Kim Bellato, and Alvin Bailey. Brought to you by Shell Magazine and Steer.